is the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are go sippy yo. Hard time scrolling for your long truths You might learn something you never know Could let you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind And I won't ever be too far away to fling you i'll be right there to dash striped straws when fuckery calls and you need to remember s-y-m means suck your mother we'll be right there to dash striped straws when fuckery calls <laughs> Had to finish on a Mariah Definitely had to finish on a Mariah But not without Just a baby girl In a baby world Yeah Wow We've come to the end of the road. Can you believe it? Well, here we are. It's me, Kalechi, in the place to be. That's Brent's recording studio, that is. SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right, suck your mum. The title of this episode is, Is This Goodbye? My friends, the time has come. Of that, I'm certain. I'm out. So there's uh, people are like, oh, what you mean is season one is done. Surely what you mean is season one is done. And then you're going to take a break and then you're going to come back. And I'm, no, 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 no. I'm just done forever. I mean, I'm still open to the idea of going to different countries and doing an SYM episode there. But we'll see. That's not set in stone. For now, I just think that it's done. And I've appreciated everybody who's been with me so far, like who's been with me on this journey, have to give a special, special shout out to the person who literally makes this possible every week. And that's man like Brent, aka produced at produced by him. Like every week he makes the sound quality amazing. Like the ambience is amazing. Brent is actually the person that actually got the straw. So these straws that you're always sending me pictures of, me and myself, me and my useless self, I wasn't even the one that thought of getting the straws into the studio. That was Brent. So just thank you for making my podcast possible, for making it as lit as it's been. And I've honestly had the best time recording it. And it's time to move on to other things. I just feel like things have a date that by which they're done. And for me, it's now, I mean, I know that there are other podcasts out there that have been going for years and will continue to go for years and that's wonderful because I feel like maybe they just have lots to say I feel like I've said all that I need to say um and that's why it's ending now and in that way I can move on to other projects as well because I really want to try and dedicate 2019 to doing more acting work thank you to everybody who's wished me well on Black Panther 2 I'll invite all of you to the screening when it takes place obviously I haven't been cast yet but I love that your collective energies are wishing me well so I'll be in Black Panther 2 yes but um yeah ma'am wow 
I hope you like that song, that Mariah song. I like to play with my voice a lot. So people are like, oh my God, you can hold a note. Duh, I did musical theatre. I can hold a note. I just choose not to hold the notes and to do other things with my voice instead. Um, Live show. I'm looking forward to the live show. The live show is Sunday, 2nd of December. It's going to be super, super exciting. I can't wait. It will be our, you know, our last goodbye. Um, It'll be nice to have you all up in the place. Um, the event is the live show sponsored by Supermalt, Bup Bup Supermalt. Um, so there'll be Supermalt there and some ginger beer there for those who hate Supermalt. You'll also, you'll also have Supermalt's brand of ginger beer, which I think is great. Um, and there'll probably be some Puff Puff. So not that's not weed, by the way. Puff Puff is like a donut, like a like a yeah Nigerian sort of donut thing. So there'll be those. Um, and yeah, if you want to get yourself some alcoholic beverages, you can purchase them at the bar. Um, there'll be some merch. I've got the Dickhead in Recovery mugs that you can buy for $9.99, obviously, because I like repetitive numbers. So you can buy that. Um, and there'll be some other little bits of merch there as well. There'll be lots and lots of goodies in your goodie bags because people have just been so generous and wonderful. So you'll have some goodies for your goodie bags in... Um, in at the live show and also at the live show there will be a sponsored discussion about the book called the voices of the Windrush generation hope you can see that yeah i can see myself now because brent has a camera that can flip and i can see myself so i'm like hey bill yeah so voices of the Windrush generation don't watch my nails because i've been pe- peeling off my shellac on the on the train i don't know why i've got such nervous energy today um, Voices of the Windrush Generation It's here, the tagline is The real story told by the people themselves It's written by David Matthews It says here Voices of the Windrush Generation is a powerful collection Of stories from the men, women and children Of the Windrush Generation West Indians who emigrated to Britain Between 1948 and 1971 In response to labour shortages And in search of a better life Edited by journalist and best-selling author David Matthews This book paints a vivid portrait of what it meant for those who left the Caribbean for Britain during the early days of mass migration. Through his own and many other stories, Matthews explores why and how so many people came to Britain after World War II, their hopes and dreams, the communities they formed and the difficulties they faced being separated from family and friends while integrating into an often hostile society. We hear how lives were transformed and what became of the generations that followed. Taking the reader right up to the present day and the impact of the current Windrush deportation scandal upon everyday people. At once a nostalgic treasure trove of human interest which unearths the real stories behind the headlines and the celebration of black British culture. Voices of the Windrush generation is an absorbing an important book that gives a platform to voices that need to be heard. And I think that that's one of the most important things. Like we need to hear from the actual people of the Windrush generation and how this, um, you know, moving here and how all of those things affected them. So we'll be having a sponsored discussion about this book at the live show. So it should be about 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes discussing this. So if you haven't heard about the book definitely give it a googles before you arrive and i'll be reading a couple of excerpts i don't expect you to have read the book um i'll be reading a couple of excerpts from it so we can prepare ourselves um for the discussion but i'll be posting more about it on social media as the week goes on but um yeah so 
that's what we'll be discussing. Voices of the Windrush generation, because that's been a major story for me this year, especially when everything kind of blew up. I'd been hearing things about people being deported over the years, but when everything kind of like blew up in the last year, it really made me think how audacious Britain is. Like Britain is extremely, extremely wild. Um, and there's a part in there that I was actually reading um, where it says that this isn't just a, a conservative party problem because this happened under Labour as well. So it's it's not about which party is worse because both parties, as we know them, both major parties, as we know them, they were they were they were all moving mad. They were all moving mad. So. We'll talk about that more. So the Q&A will be slightly split up at the live show. We'll discuss the book. We'll go back to talking about um, other bits and then we'll come to the actual Q&A. Please have responsible questions to ask. Uh, questions, not statements. Okay, thanks so much. Anyway, let's get into the tarot for this week. Um, before I forget, obviously, big up Ibile Botanica, who is the sponsor, official sponsor of this podcast. That's now ending. Aww. Um, so if you want to get yourself some herbs for your teas, for your yoni steams, for your smokables, go to ibilebotanica.co.uk. That's I-B-I-L-E-B-O-T-A-N-I-C-A.co.uk. Get yourself some bits from there. Use the offer code, say your mind, uppercase, all one word, uppercase to get 20% off. Live your best life because the podcast is coming to an end and you need to find a way to continue like being baby boys, baby girls and baby non-binaries. Also remember that the planner is coming out. I haven't um, dated the planner um, 2019 because I've left it open to you to date for yourself in case you already have a planner or whatever else you can date the planner yourself. Um, and then you're not tied down to like dates, but there are 52 weeks worth of pages and notes pages for you there as well. So you can jot your bits down, tell us how you're sharing your magnificence, write down who deserves a straw in your week, that sort of thing. Like note it all down. It'll be wonderful. Um, and for the people who are, who will listen to this months after the podcast has ended, yes, Yes, you definitely did annoy me asking me if the podcast was truly ending and asking me why it's ending. All of the answers have, you should, you should have gotten to all of it by now. Stop asking me things. Anyway, the card I pulled today was the reader. That's the card I pulled from the Black Angel deck of cards. There you go. And so the reader, it says here, you see and know the truth. On the waking path, confidence. On the sleeping path, rage. Your knowledge is based on what you see with your physical eyes first, and then your intuition joins in. Unlike the seer who does not use the physical eyes to see within, on the waking path, you thrive on what you see, taste, touch, hear, smell, and your intuition. You are connected to all of your physical senses, placing your sensory perception on high frequency. You live in the realm of knowing and believe strongly that your knowledge is to be delivered. You are a messenger. As reader, you're always in the moment. You read best what's present in someone's life today. Sometimes you get glimpses of the future, which you, sh which you share with caution. You have a good sense of everyone and everything. You affirm that what people already know themselves, but they still need affirmation. And they want affirmation from you because you can read so well and you are sure of what you see in them. This gives you confidence. 
On the sleeping path, your certainty can feel very fixed and unsettling to others. Your ability to assess fate and destiny can ruffle a few feathers. People ask for this information from you and then get upset at your confirmation of some of their greatest fears and disappointments in life. However, as a reader, you may feel that you are simply sharing what you see in person. Most likely, you are seeing yourself in the life experience of another. People are mirroring your actions back to you. As a result, you can unconsciously project your emotions and feelings onto others. You may pass your pains, fears and negativity onto those you love. You can even project your hopes and dreams as well, especially onto your children. The projection comes out of the inability to hold what's in your own life. The reader's reading on the sleeping path can sometimes come either from rage or from true dislike for superficiality, masking or lies. You may know all too well the experience of having promises broken, which makes you more likely to seek, ensure and require integrity and honesty in everyone. In other words, reader energy is truth telling in the most direct fashion. As a reader, your personal rage at life may come through in your reading of others when you are not aware of it or when you are soul sleeping. Recognize your rage as an indicator that your soul cries out for truthfulness. Truthfulness is your path. Know that the confidence you often feel is accompanied by your infuriation with the incongruency, dishonesty or contradictions you see in the world. Revival lies in using both your rage and confidence to change some of some very fundamental discords or inconsistencies within your own life. As a reader, there is a joy in knowing and understanding human nature. The truthfulness you hold as a reader is valuable in making the deepest transformations humanly possible. Well, seems like cards just like to drag people, don't they? I feel dragged for one. Yeah, I definitely see myself as a reader. I was talking to my therapist about it yesterday um, and I was saying that it's weird to me. Like I can sit down and have this experience where I'm still in my body, but it feels like I'm out of this matrix. I'm still in my body, but just out of the matrix. And I'm just like, raw. like, this is ridiculous. Why are we all doing this? Like this, like, why do we have Trump where Trump is in, in the, you know, as a president? Why, why are we having all of these things? Because they're so clearly useless. And I'm also very, very good at reading people and reading situations, which is why I took so well to tarot. Um, I read best, I guess, what I, what's happening in the present because I can link it very much so to the past. Um, and I think that what we're doing in the present is setting the, like the paving the way for what's going to happen in the future. So that's why I try to stay as much as I can in the present. Um, but yeah, I remember when I was younger, I was, I was very, very rageful. I was very, very rageful because I just wish that people would tell the truth more in my family and in society. I just wish they would tell the truth more. And I didn't know how to encourage more truth. Um, it's only through having therapy, going to therapy, extensive amounts of therapy to understand that you have to be the truth that you want to see in the world. And that's not to say that I've got it on lock because I still have my inconsistencies and my secrets and all of these things. But the fact of the matter is like, I'm much, much further ahead than I was like years ago. And in understanding that the truth comes out in its own time and people uh, you know, discover their own truths as they go along. And it mentions a lot here in um, this particular card about affirmations. 
I didn't know why people took so much the affirmation cards. Obviously, I know that I'm sick in the game, duh. But no, I feel like you can be as sick as you want to be. Like you can be like big out here doing what all the things you're doing, but people still have to buy into things. People still have to believe in what you're doing. And so many people believed in the affirmation cards because I sat there and I thought about the truths that we need to tell ourselves regularly. Someone um, tweeted the other day that they pulled four to five cards um, in one day There are only 24 of them babes But sometimes we need that Sometimes we need all the affirmations Because for me These affirmations are like armour And they're like soul nourishment We need them to remind ourselves That we are great I'm not one of these people Like if I was ever a rapper or singer I'm not coming out here to come and tell you Oh my god I got a Lamborghini Oh my god I can buy all of these things That you bitches can't buy Like why? Why am, I, why am I coming to tell you about all the things that I can buy with the money that I'm getting from the fact that you're paying attention to me? It just seems a bit cheeky. So I, I just don't see myself doing those things. And I think that what we do need is to be reminded all the time about our divinity, because if we remember that at our best, we are love and that therefore at our best, we are truth, then I think we would exist in a better society. And that's really all I want for us for just for us to be able to live in harmony because this world at the moment as we see it is just a mad thing it is absolutely mad then the card that I pulled after um pulling the reader card from the black angel deck of cards you can I was going to say by the way black angel deck of cards get yourself some if you haven't already they're by Zenju Earthlin Manuel um it's this, this podcast could not have existed without this book so go and get it for yourself and get the cards as well don't forget to get the cards so you can pull the cards for yourself but invest in yourself invest in your soul it's healthy to do so the affirmation card I pulled from the say your mind affirmation card deck I pulled, putting myself first is healthy. We often believe that to constantly put others before ourselves makes us good people. While caring for others is important, we can only help others when we have helped ourselves. I just feel like the cards just want to consistently drag me this week, but I refuse to be dragged so much. This is another thing that I was speaking about in therapy yesterday. The fact that I struggle to put myself first and then I get upset when I'm exhausted and when I'm exhausted and other people aren't putting me first, I get vexed because I'm just like, see, this is why you don't do things for people. But actually, if I just invested in myself, I wouldn't have to rely on other people to be there to pick up the pieces or to be there for me when I'm feeling exhausted or feeling down. And this week has been a very, very down week for me. I can't really place my finger on why. Um, Obviously, part of it is hormonal with like cycles and things like that. But apart from that, I've just felt I've just been in a low mood and I had to like decline being on somebody's podcast because the producer hollered at me and in the email they said oh we'd love to discuss you know this um whole interracial relationships thing that you wrote about um for the BBC and I said no I have no desire to discuss that because there's so many things that I do with my brand and that's not part of my brand I talk about things that I feel are more immediate I don't want to talk about that oh that's fine I understand we'll call you to discuss what you want to dis- uh, what you'd like to chat about on the podcast so the producer calls me and I think we were on the phone for like all of five minutes because it's like oh what do you want to discuss and I gave ideas and they went oh yeah it's just a shame that you don't want to discuss the interracial relationship thing because we would have really loved to talk about that so if the the girls brought it up you wouldn't you know touch on it at all 
And that pissed me off because I just thought, why are you ignoring my boundaries? I've told you in the email very, very clearly, very clearly, almost to the point of bluntly that I'm not interested. And now you've jumped on this phone call to open your unseasoned, long ass, dry ass, dry ass fucking throat to ask me if I will now talk about something that I've told you I do not want to talk about. Are you mad? Is your village mad? This is what I want to know. So I emailed um, after we got off the phone and I said, I don't want to do the podcast now because you haven't respected my boundaries and I'm not interested. They called this morning. I ignored it. They then emailed. I ignored it. I don't care. And this is the energy I'm taking into 2019. Like I'm always saying, anybody can get it. If you don't respect my boundaries, you will get blocked. Simple. So yeah, won't be going on that podcast. And why? Because of their seasonless producer that did not want to hear word. But um, yeah, I have to put myself first, have to put myself first. I've just, you know, if I'm not teaching at the studio, I've just been like in my bed, just in my bed, just there. I would love to say I'm in my bed typing away writing, but I can't write because my my laptop's gone to shit and I'm just waiting before I get myself a MacBook or something that I can finally like work from properly. But yeah, I was talking about um, in therapy, I was talking about the fact that I struggle to do nice things for myself because the moment I go to do something nice for myself, I hear this voice in my head and it's usually like my mum's voice that's like, oh my God, you should be doing something. What do you mean you're relaxing? What do you mean you're buying yourself this thing? I tend to not buy myself like, I mean, my fashion sense is sick and I'm glad some of you are realizing like I've been out here dressing from day while some of you, man, were in primary school, secondary school. I was out here dropping looks, but my focus moved more to the studio and not doing fashionista. That's why now you're like, oh my God, I didn't know you dressed like this. Yeah, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. But true G's move in silence like lasagna. Yeah. Anyway, um, But now I'm kind of like getting back into my swing of like finding cute pieces, putting them together, them things there. But even when I'm doing that, I don't go and blow big money on things because all I ever hear in my head is my mum going, ah, so you're buying this for yourself. Ah, Kalichi, you are really enjoying all you. So you don't even think of me. Meantime, I've bought her numerous things, numerous things. But it's something that I need to break out of. And that's what um, we spoke about in therapy that, For me to get to my next level of slayage, I have to make peace with the voice in my head that tells me I shouldn't get myself nice things or I shouldn't do nice things for myself because ultimately, I guess what I'm saying is I don't deserve it when I know that I do deserve it because I've been putting in that work. And not to say that I deserve it because of the work. I deserve it because I'm just inherently a baby girl. And Ultimately, I think that that's a major lesson for all of us. And for the rest of 2018, um, going into 2019, I'm making a vow to myself that I'm going to put myself first. I can't come and kill myself, you know, and people don't even want to give you your flowers when you're alive because people want to send you like troll you online and all of them things. So I just have to focus on doing me. And that's the most important thing. And I implore everybody else to do the same. Um. As for the cards this week, I pulled three cards this week. The first card that came out was the um, King of Cups, which is usually like a male water sign. The King of Cups is usually what I get for my partner, actually. Um, But yeah, the King of Cups card came up, which just spoke to... And, you know, we're in a very... I feel like a very... It feels very watery at the moment, although I know we're not. I know that we've moved to Sagittarius kind of season. But... um, Yeah, it all just feels very kind of like 
watery right now. The energy's weird. The energy out here right now is just, it's just weird. Um, and a lot of other people have said it as well. They've said like, oh, I think that, yeah, they, they're like, I think that the, the, everything just feels off. But I think the reason I pulled this card is again, to remind us to put back into ourselves and to be, the King of Cups is a kind of, um, it's a representation of someone who is very diligent and sturdy in what they love. If you love something, if you if you love yourself, if whatever you love, you have to hold on tight. Hold on tight, but not to the point where you like strangle that thing, but you have to just be cons- persistent and consistent in your love. That doesn't need fanfare. It's not like if it, whether it's even if it's career or something. To me, it feels like we're talking more about um relationship and a relationship with self. But even if it's career, you've got to just love it and know that you don't have to ever justify to anybody what your love means to you. Like it is about you. It's about what it's about what you have chosen to invest your heart in. And that is one of the most important things. So the next card that I pulled after that was the Ten of Cups, which speaks to just happiness, abundance, and um, family life. Like, and I think that even apart from family life, I'm getting the vibe that it's about all the, all parts of ourselves coming together. It's really about just loving every aspect of who we are, embracing and acknowledging every aspect of who we are, and loving it diligently. This could definitely be about relationships with other people and family members and things like that. But to me, I just feel like it speaks a lot to bringing yourself together. And the last card is a major arcana. The world card is the one that I pulled. And this is the last card of the major arcana. And I feel like it's very apt for today because it's the end of a journey. I mean, I know that I've got the live show coming up, but the world card, the way that it's depicted in the crystal banner deck is um, a passport and a passport has lots of stamps on it. And it's just really super cute. And you can read all of the places that it refers to, but it's just really, really nice. Um, Yeah, I just think that everything has a cycle things begin, things end. And I feel like I've learned so much about consistency and commitment and being diligent and being resilient throughout this whole process. And I think that in being so diligent and consistent with coming every week and recording this podcast and doing what I need to do, it's brought a community of people together, um, baby boys, baby girls, baby non-binaries. It's brought people together who can also like relate and we've built our own community. And I love when we're chatting online and having our little in jokes that people are like, Oh, I don't get what's going on. You don't get what's going on. Cause you don't listen to the fucking podcast. Go away. Um, but it's lovely to have those in jokes. And as much as it's sad that it's coming to an end, I feel like something else will begin for us. Another stage, like another stage will begin for us. Another process will begin for us. And I just have to say that I guess the cards are reminding me that I really, really appreciate how supportive you've all been of me and this podcast. I don't have guests every week. So it's you just committing uh, yourselves to listening to me endlessly week after week and it's meant the world and I'm 
honored that you've let me into your lives and my my weekly podcast into your lives and you've been feeding back to me and and how it's impacted you and it's just wonderful it's truly truly humbling and I feel that ultimately this is what these cards are saying in that you stick with something and you stick with it with all you stick to it with all of your heart while making sure that you're taking care of yourself of course but you hold on to it you tell the truth you speak your truths out into the world you're vulnerable to the world You'll bring communities together because you'll let people have access to parts of themselves that they didn't even know was there. And when the journey ends, it's not truly ending because you'll move on to something else. So it's just nice that the world card was there to kind of be like, yeah, you know, it's all come, it's all come to an end. I guess the other way that I see this is like, even in relationships, like you could have built families together and things like that. And you've decided that maybe that's coming to an end. Who knows? Who knows? But the main message that I got is the one that I shared, but that could also be an element of it. When I look at these cards, it's just saying that, you know, you have a family life, everything looks good. Um, and it feels like male energy, but you've got this man there and diligent does what he needs to do you've got a good life together but you know yourself that there's more to see there's more of the world to see and therefore this whole thing has come to an end but we'll see we'll see who that resonates with so those are the cards those are the cards for this week Moving on then, let's get into um, Share Your Magnificence. I've got, obviously, I've got an extra card for the tarot, the extra content tarot for my patrons. Our last episode together. Well, we've got the live episode as well. Um, If you want to, well, I wouldn't say come and join us on patreon.com now because we're almost finished. But patreon.com forward slash Kalechi Okafor. There'll be the extra content there this week as well. Um... Share your magnificence. Yes. Let's look at the letters because there are bits there. And I'm so, so happy. I'm so, so happy that you all took my warnings on board and you wrote in to to get, just get it in, get it in. Don't waste time. Let's get it in. So I've got, um, Leonie sent me straw of the year nomination. I'm going to save that for the live show. And then I've got, have I got, let me see here. Yeah, this is our first Magnificence letter. It comes from Ivy. Ivy says, Dear Kelechi, the Say Your Mind podcast has really played a huge role in my life. I started listening to the podcast in 2017. It quickly became my Monday morning ritual to start my day. Your podcast came into my life during a period of uncertainty because I was locked out of a job I had prayed for since university. The job was in the human rights field and I was denied the opportunity after working in the organization for nine months. Having to do another job interview on what I was working on and not getting it because of tribal biases really set me back. And I developed imposter syndrome, which made applying for jobs really difficult. I'm still jump on, I'm still job hunting and unemployment, unemployment in this country is really bad, but doing it with a stronger and clearer mind, the breakthrough will come. I can feel it. Amen. Amen. Ivy, your podcast has done three things for me. One inspired me. Listening to your journey of fighting against racial oppression and for equality for women made me push through each day. I know it's not easy, which brings me to number two. Two, being kind to thyself as you go through the motions of life. The struggle for equality is never ending and sometimes you need to re-energize because you cannot work from a place of scarcity. Oh yes. Number three, 
discovered about the universe's energy through tarot cards, still understanding this each day. Thank you also for recommending Tatiana Tarot also. Thank you for being a powerful force in the world through your podcast. It will be missed. I look forward to seeing you in other spaces with your ever-growing light. And I hope to see you in Black Panther too. Keep shining. Ivy from Kenya. Yay, Ivy. Thank you. I hope to see myself in Black Panther too soon. And I will invite you all the way from Kenya to the screening because I want all of the people there who supported me. I'll probably do my own private screening because why not? Um, even if I'm just a tree, well, we're going to enjoy that scene when I'm just a tree because it is what it is. Um, no, thank you so much, Ivy. And, I, and I'm so glad that the um, podcast has impacted you in that way. And the job that's yours, like I was saying this earlier with Candice when I was re- recording the radio show. In case you don't know, I've got the radio show on foundation.fm every every Friday, 2 till 4 p.m. It's called The Catch Up with Kelechi. That slot is just generally called The Catch Up, but the Friday slot is my slot. And I was talking with Candice Brathwaite um, today, and we were just talking about that idea of working from a place of abundance. Like, you've got to. You've got to work from a place of abundance because... All of our blessings are cut to our size. And what seems like a delay now isn't necessarily a delay. You're you're waiting. You you feel like, you know, you hear that when people say, oh, um, you feel that you've been buried, but actually you've been planted. When things seem dark, just take that as an opportunity to be still and to grow. Because that's probably your germination process. Grow where you are planted. Bloom where you are planted. That's what you need to do. So don't worry that you haven't got the job that you desire yet. Because the job, sometimes the things that we think are on the job of my dreams, the man of my dreams, this of my dreams, that of my dreams. Yeah, they're of your dreams. But the universe has bigger dreams for you. Or dreams that you'd never even imagine So create space to let the universe stunt on your clout Create space so God can show you Wagwan Like your dreams are cute, are lovely But understand that your blessings are greater than anything you could have ever imagined That you could have ever dreamed about And I say that from where I am I never thought I'd have a, um, a, a studio A dance studio Yet here I am I didn't think that I would ever be doing All these workshops that I'm doing Yet here I am Because what God has planned for me Is bigger than my mind My mere mortal mind can comprehend So I've just got to let things happen Keep being excellent and let it happen And Ivy, it will be the same for you You're having This job of your dreams Wasn't the job of your dreams The job of your dreams The true job of your dreams The, the true job of God's dream for you, that's the one that's coming your way. Amen. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. And big up Tatiana Tarot, man. She's one of my favorite tarot readers on social media. There's another one. I think her name's Amber or something. I really don't like her. God God forgive me. But there's something about her, her energy I just don't take to. So when people recommend her and they're like, oh, I love what she does. Ah... I I get this visceral reaction when I watch her YouTube videos Whenever I come across it It makes me, I just feel rageful I'm just, ugh, I can't stand it But obviously we all vibrate to different frequencies And we all like different, you know, different things and different people But for me, one of my personal favourites is definitely, definitely Tatiana Tarot Her daily tarot cards, her daily card pulls, her tarot pulls Always speak to me like her horoscopes that she posts up always speak to me like that lady is blessed i i really really like her so that's tatiana t-a-t-i-a-n-n-a 
Tatiana Tarot. Look her up on Insta. Um, and obviously, big up Leona Nicole Black. I could never, ever forget Leona Nicole Black, who has been like, oh, she's just the OG baby girl, really. You know, seeing her unapologetically sharing her journey with Tarot really gave me confidence to explore it more and to create space for myself to share it with you all. And it's from people like Leona living her truth that encourages the rest of us to live our truths. And Leona is incredibly talented when it comes to tarot and a number of things. Like she's great with graphic design as well. That's that Virgo vibe. Um, But big up Leona, man. Leona is out here doing bits. And I encourage you when the podcast ends if you haven't done so already go onto her website buy yourself an mp3 reading for christmas or buy it for a loved one and let leona speak to you tell you what your higher self has been trying to tell you you if you she will do bits i I can i can bet everything i have on it she will do bits for you go and get that tarot reading she only releases a few so you can get yourself an mp3 reading um so that was from ivy And then next uh, letter is from Neka. And she says, hey, Kalechi, first of all, thanks so much for this podcast. I'm sure you know by now how appreciated you are, but still I have to reiterate it. Sad to see this podcast come to an end, but I'm looking forward to all the amazing things you do next, especially Black Panther 2. Thank you. And I assume the upcoming movie with Viola Davis and Lupita Nyong'o about the all-female military of the United, sorry, of the Kingdom of Dahomey. Um, the real life Dora Milaje. I'm looking forward to that too. Like Viola Davis, holler at me because I've loved you for a minute. So if any of you know Viola Davis personally, let her know that I love her. She was fantastic in Widows, and I think we need to be friends. And I need to be in all of all of her films. Lupita too. Just tell all of my baby girls and Lena Waithe. Tell all of my baby girls that they need to holler. Um, but yeah, Black Panther too. Come on, God. Come on, God. We need it. Anyway, moving on. So Neka says, on to share your magnificence. I'd like to nominate all the young people from the Young Historian Project. I was lucky enough to stumble upon a little presentation of uh, that a few of them gave at the National Portrait Gallery. They were incredible. Basically, at their young age, they have already recognized how deceitful our education system is. By only using the civil rights movement in USA and pretending that racism doesn't exist in the UK. Completely ignoring our civil rights heroes. These young people have taken it upon themselves to learn this history and share it through talks and even a documentary on UK's Black Liberation Front available on their website. At a time when the first Black British female history professor has just been announced, it is so refreshing that these young people are already out there doing bits. Side note, only 25 out of 14,500 UK professors are Black women, 55 Black men. After seeing the three young ladies talk, I actually feel optimistic that things will change. I can't wait to see what the future has in store for them. And we will definitely be hitting them up on Twitter to try and get a collaboration going. Everyone, please check out their website, follow them and give them all of the support, as well as a couple of slaps on the chest. Bop, bop, Neka. Thank you for for suggesting that. That's wonderful. So Neka just told us there about the young historians. um, And... That, that it's, it's just wonderful The Young Historian Project is wonderful Because let's start, again, it's what the card said Let's start telling the truth Let's start telling the truth about history So we can develop better Bloody hell, let's just move forward As human beings with common sense Last Share Your Magnificence Comes from Tanya 
Tanya says, Dear Kalechi, first, a plea. Please, please, please change your mind. Do not let this be the end of SYM. It brings so much joy, stillness, peace, and honest laughter. Wow, it will truly be missed. I'm heeding the warning from the penultimate episode and hoping this SYM nomination makes it into the final show. Please can I give a huge shout out, cheer, show of love to the remarkable students at Harris Academy Peckham. Easily some of the most charismatic, hilarious and thought-provoking young people I've had the pleasure of serving in my six years in the teaching profession. It's hard to know where to even begin in terms of trying to convey just how stunning these young people are. I know you got a glimpse of this when you joined us with one extra. I particularly want to shout out our spoken word collective, the Peckham Poets, a group of year nine students who write so fearlessly, so honestly, and so beautifully. Sometimes they come in to see me with new pieces and it genuinely brings me to tears. They are most certainly the ones that have been, we've been waiting for. I'm keeping this short and sweet in the hope that this will make it, that this will make the cut. Thank you so much for being your soul um, thank you so much for your being, your soul, your vim, your energy, your honesty, your existence. You have undoubtedly emboldened me and inspired me. And I'm forever grateful to you and my best friend who some time ago sent me a link to some thoughts you shared on Twitter about the Christmas song, Feed the World, with a comment which read something like, this woman is one of us. How right she was. Wishing you all the best in all of your future endeavours. May the universe continue to reward and bless you abundantly. Love, Tanya, a baby girl, and forever stan. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you. Makes me so sad, you know. That, oh, <laughs> you people have tried. You people have really tried and stuck with me. You people have, you people have really tried. Oh. No, thank you so much. I'm big up. Big up the Peckham poets. Like, you are the future. It's you people that will keep us going, you know. Please keep writing poetry. Please keep telling the truth in every place that you find it. We don't deserve you because this world is very, very shit right now, but we need you. So keep writing that poetry. Please keep creating beauty in the world using the truth that people do not want to face up to. Please keep doing that. Thank you so, so much. So that's all of the Share Your Magnificence for this week. I wanted to put in more Share Your Magnificence than the fuckeries that we usually, usually have. Um, but we can't delay it for any longer. Let's get into the utter trash that is society. Um, so this week on So You Mad, I mean, I only really have one So You Mad this week personally, and it's Black China. Black China going to Nigeria to go and promote um, a new bleaching cream developed by, is it Denisa or whatever her name is, um, called White Initius. I just think that, I, I personally feel like you can all do what you want with your bodies, but that doesn't mean that I'll ever feel okay about it. Bleaching isn't cool. Bleaching isn't cool by, I just in any stretch of the imagination. 
And it makes me laugh the vim that you man jump on my page with to come and tell me I can bleach my skin if I want. It's a personal choice. You know what's also a personal choice? Whacking yourself over the head with a fucking sledgehammer. That's also a choice. You know what's also a choice? Jumping off a fucking cliff. Those are all choices that you choose not to make. Why? Because you know that they're detrimental to your well-being. But somehow you think that this one is any different. It's your choice to smoke. If you really, really want to smoke cigarettes and smoke tobacco and fuck up your lungs, that's also your choice. Like, yeah, there are things that are your choice, but I'm hoping that you would be responsible enough and love yourself enough to make choices that make sense, that have longevity. And the thing is, after you have all finished bleaching, 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 you still now have to wear tons of makeup and use Snapchat filters because your skin's out here looking at them Vietnamese rice rolls, you know, them rice paper rolls that you put your spring rolls and whatever in. You just look translucent, fam. You're just out here just looking ashy, just looking grey. And I don't understand that your skin was popping before, but you're trying to stop your melanin production because you want to look like who exactly? Because you're not out here looking at like these white girls. You're really, really not. No matter how much you believe you are, you're not. You just look like Casper the Ghost and you should stop. And it feels like very, very harsh that I'm saying that, but it just makes me so sad because I just feel like what message are we sending to the younger generation that... Your skin, your dark skin isn't beautiful. I know that people want to be of a closer proximity to whiteness because in our society, we are, it's forced down our throat that that's what beautiful is. Those are the beauty ideals that we should all be aiming for. But I put to you today, I put to you today, my people, stop lying to yourselves about, oh, I just used the bleaching cream to get rid of a few dark spots. But these times, your entire body has been doused in the cream. So what, what, what was your whole body the dark spot? I don't understand. And I know that there are people who are out here who will get vexed because I'll be like, oh, but what about Michael Jackson? They'll be like, no, he had vitiligo. Don't bring him into it. But then explain the lace front, explain the plastic surgeries. The thing is, white supremacist patriarchy has fucked us up. Fucked us up a lot. And so that is why these are the symptoms of being fucked up by white supremacist patriarchy. It's not a coincidence that all of the places where we see this pandemic of skin lightening and bleaching are places that were formerly colonized because it happens in East Asia, South Asia. It happens in other places. It happens in the Caribbean. It happens in all across Africa. It happens in places that were previously colonized. Why? Because the psyche, our psyche has been so refracted and the throne of the colonizer has not being deconstructed within ourselves, we have to decolonize beauty. That is what we should be focusing on, decolonizing beauty. Because until we do that, young children are at risk. They're at risk of not loving themselves. And as someone who didn't love themselves and who's still on a journey to loving myself or within loving myself, I understand how much work I had to put in to love the skin that I'm in because society told me that it wasn't even a good skin to be in. I don't want that for the younger generation. I want these young black girls to know that they are beautiful regardless. And it is our joint responsibility to make sure that that is the case. And we do that by not promoting fucking idiotic shit like skin bleaching creams. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Bob Risky, who I ride for because I feel that Bob Risky is important in the conversation that we're having about the LGBTQ plus community 
community in Nigeria. As much as I ride for Bob Risky, I do not ride for skin bleaching. As much as I ride for Bob Risky gyrating and shaking bum on Snapchat, I do not ride for all of the skin bleaching promo. I don't like it. And it needs to stop because the message that we're sending ultimately is therefore upholding white supremacist patriarchy. And I and we're not we're we're slowing down our own progress is what I'm trying to say. And I understand why people do it. And they will lash out and say, well, if you loved me as I was, I wouldn't have had to resort to this. But fam, a lot of us weren't loved as we were, but we still decided to pop anyway. We still decided to pop severely anyway. It is your choice as you've just reminded me. So use your choice more wisely because you know that you, sh you are better than this. You are better than this. So do better. Initially, I said, oh, Black China doesn't need the cream. Forgetting that homegirl was also bleaching her skin. She was much darker. Not like, whoa, loads darker, but she was definitely significantly darker. Um, and I guess she feels like her lifestyle has improved exponentially since she started making her skin lighter. And this is what a lot of people say as well. Well, when I'm lighter, I get better things. And that just, again, we're there for kind of still upholding white supremacy, aren't we? It's... It's really random. It's really random to me how we operate with this cognitive dissonance. But I understand. I understand how it happens. I definitely understand how it happens. When you're watching music videos and all you're seeing are light-skinned girls using all of the videos and things like that, of course, you two will want a piece of the pie. But you need to understand that your destiny is greater than sitting there rubbing bleaching cream on your knees. Do better do better for yourself. I wouldn't want to be any other shade than I am now. Like I'm, I'm blessed to be in this skin and I'm going to wear this skin to the wheels fall off. That's what I'm going to do. It is what it is. And I just implore all of us to feel the same way about ourselves. Like it's super important. And this is also a shout out to, um, well, not really a shout out because it's it's a slight drag. But you know, there are black women, dark there are black women, dark skinned black women who are out here saying, Oh, black is beautiful, black is beautiful. But all I ever see you doing is and promoting pictures of mixed race babies and light skinned babies. And it worries me. It really, really worries me because I feel that on a particular level, you aren't even aware that you're doing this and you aren't aware that it's actually very, very detrimental. And it's worrying to me because I, I've seen more than three black women, dark skinned black women doing this. And again, what message are you sending about dark skinned babies? Let's just do better. Let's just do better. So fuck Black China, definitely fuck Black China because I think it wasn't terrible enough that you're dating a basically a boy. You went to Chuck E. Cheese and just picked the first boy that you found to date. But you're really out here promoting skin lightening creams that are doing fuck all for anybody. And I know that that Denisa or whatever she calls herself, Denika, whatever the fuck, she was like, oh, um... But it doesn't have hydroquinone or whatever. It doesn't have um, the property in it. It's, it's FDA approved and blah, 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 blah. And oh, you, you guys support L'Oreal when they're making skin lightening creams, but you want to come for a black business when I'm making skin lightening creams. Shut the fuck up. Not everything is black business, black business, support black businesses. I'm not supporting your stupid fucking shitty black business because what it's actually doing is perpetuating a narrative about my blackness that I do not agree with. So you can take your lightning cream and shove it all the way up your ass. 
all the way up your ass. That's what you need to do. It's ridiculous. And I just want us to do better as a whole. So that's that. Anyway, let's get into um, straw of the week. I don't, I'm passing the straw. Yeah, I'm passing the straw this week to AW who wrote in and says, Hi, Kalechi. Hope all is well. I just want to say how special your podcast is to me. And I'm thankful that you gave us a year of your time and effort. I've bought tickets to your live show and I'm really excited. I'd also like to say, I think the words, descriptions and phrases you use to drag people are absolutely hilarious, accurate and inspiring. I'll never forget when you told someone to slow wine on a knife. (laughs) That's my personal favorite and I've added it to my cuss bank. Right. Now on to my nomination. I would like to nominate Sheck Wes, an up-and-coming rapper from the US who allegedly dated another young singer from the States, Justine Skye. Not sure if you know of her, but she used to be good friends with Kendall and Kylie Jenner. So Justine Skye recently had an interview with The Breakfast Club presented by Charlemagne the Gnome, because I'm not calling him the God, um, DJ Envy and Angela Yee, that idiot. Um, in Sorry, these are ad-libs that I'm adding. This isn't what AW wrote, by the way. Um, in this interview... She talked about how she had survived a domestically violent relationship. And although she chose not to name and shame the dirty abuser, fans and avid followers of her have pretty much confirmed it was Sheck Wes who um, domestically abused her. What was really heartbreaking about all of it was that she was saying how people who she thought were her friends within the industry still spoke to him, even after knowing what he did. She was made to feel like she couldn't go to certain events or places in the music industry because he was there. Essentially, she was meant to feel like the bad person, even though she was the one who was abused. As soon as I heard this, I cancelled Check Wes's dirty stinking rascal art and deleted his dirty album from my Apple Music because I refused to fund the lifestyle of a shameless abuser. Check Wes is 20 and really starting to rise to fame with his songs, but I hope his career plummets into the depths of hell because this is not on. I'd also like to say a big motherfucker motherfucking fuck you to all of Justine's alleged friends who still choose to associate with him and don't bother to call him out. Essentially, that's joint enterprise. You're guilty by association. This story really struck a nerve with me as I experienced sexual assault last year at university. And not only did I have to deal with trauma of the attack, also had to deal with people who were supposed to be my friends still talking to the abuser. I literally spent hours recalling the situation to them. They acted outraged and disgusted, but the next day they were chilling with the motherfucker this is something i refer to as fake outrage people act like they care and say how bad violence or any type of abuse is against women but if the abuser is funny or cool or has clout they will continue to fuck with them i just want to shout out the real ones who didn't hesitate to block my abuser's clout and support me while i navigate navigated the trauma anyway keep doing you kalechi you beautiful soul lots of love ag ag i said aw ag Yes. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. And I'm so, so, so sorry that you experienced what you experienced um, last year. Oh, I hope that you're healing and I hope that you're getting the support that you need. But I totally agree with you. I totally, totally agree that we are the ones who are complicit um, in emboldening abusers because they abuse and then we'll sit there trying to justify the abuse for them and we'll still be key key keying and ha ha haing with them because oh my god they're funny or oh they're cute or oh you know they've got abs or look they released this workout video 
Mm. Anyway, we'll be doing all of these things and supporting them because I guess ultimately we've become desensitized to the fact that black women are the ones that feel the bear the brunt of a lot of this kind of violence. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's okay. It's fine. Like I heard of a story earlier on this week where um, um, a man went into a hospital and shot his ex fiance because she didn't want to be with him anymore. Like shot her dead, shot her dead. And it is what it is. People just feel like they have access to women's bodies, specifically black women's bodies. And it's okay. Like you can treat us anyhow. And it's fine. Like um, for those who are watching Greenleaf, you know, the, I've watched this season, but I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. But even last season, when we saw Jacob's daughter um, being domestically abused um, by her little boyfriend, who was a singer at the church. And I just think that it's really interesting. I feel like they're really trying to make him Chris Brown, but that's for another day. Anyway, I watched that and it just made me so, so angry because I thought of, I thought of just how the cycle is endless the person doesn't want to accept that what the situation that they're in is abusive. The parents want you out of it. Those people around you want you out of it. Mean, meanwhile, there are some people who claim to want you out of it, but they're still supporting the the abuser in whichever way, whether it's watching their videos, listening to their music, or just like interacting with them still. I don't stand by that. I am someone who my loyalty is, is just one of the pillars of my self-love and, and it is what it is. If you move mad to my friends, I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want anything to do with you. That's just how it is. I don't play with that shit, which is why, and I've said it before, if I find that my friends are kiki keen with people who have tried actively to destroy me or my brand, then we're no longer cool. You'll get blocked and I'll just keep it moving because you, if you know better, you should do better. And sitting on the fence will only give you splinters. And if you truly, truly want change in the world, when people tell you these things happen, support them all the way through. You might feel uncomfortable cutting off the person, but you know what? You need to do it so they understand that what they've done is wrong. If you don't do it, they'll continue to do what they're doing. It's the same way I feel about R. Kelly. People continue still to listen to his music. The radio show that I now have on Foundation FM, when I was putting all my playlists together and the songs that I want to play weekly... I made a point of not including any R. Kelly songs because I will not support your fuckeries. I will not support your stupidity and your disgustingness. I will not support the thing. It's not happening. Not on my watch. I know like sometimes he's helped write a song. I don't go that deeply. But if I know it's an R. Kelly song and I can hear his stupid voice, I'm taking it off because so many women are out here going, oh, but you know, Robert Kelly, he can really sing, girl. He can really sing. And you know what else he can really do? He can really abuse young black girls. How about that? Right. So let's come with all of the vim. Let's do the right thing by people who are um, who have been in abusive situations, who have been victims of abuse and support them properly. Stop supporting them with two mouths. If you claim that you care about this person, you care about them properly and you stop like, um, I don't know, frolicking with the enemy, as it were. Just do better. Just do better. Anyway, that's it for this week the final studio episode of the podcast. I'll be jumping into extra content just to have a little heart to heart with my Patreon babes. Um, I hope to see as many of you at the live show as possible. As I said, I'll be releasing um, 20 extra tickets on the 28th of November. Um, the pre-orders for the planner, the Say Your Mind planner weekly journal will be up on the 2nd of December. 
And there'll be, as I said, the live discussion of the book, Voices of the Windrush Generation by David Matthews will be talking about that at the live show as well. It's been really, really, really real. It's been really, really real. Thank you so, so much for spending this year with me as I discovered so much of myself. You think that I've been here giving you strength, but honestly, you've given me strength and I don't know how I would have navigated, you know, even dealing with all of the things that have happened to me this year. Like, you know, the the, the great things, the, the nowhere near great things that have happened. I wouldn't have been able to do it without your support. And no matter how much you think that you're a silent supporter or you're a quiet supporter, the numbers matter. And you gave me the numbers. You gave me the numbers to prove that I can do something and make it work. I can do something and make it great. So thank you. And whatever you all go on to do from here, if we, if you don't follow me onto the other things I end up doing, I just pray that for the time that you spent with me this year, that you are blessed abundantly for it. And everything that you touch, that you desire, with all of your heart that the that God and the universe conspires with you to make it a physical manifestation I wish you nothing but happiness in your life and all of the people who know for instance that I don't talk to them and they listen to this podcast weekly hoping that somehow I'll men- mention them or diss them on the side I'll never mention you waka for your life waka for your father I don't care um but yeah that was a, that that was off on a tangent but honestly no to the people who have supported me all of this way i'm eternally grateful to you all and i wish you all of only the best things in your life keep doing what you're doing keep dashing out straws and just keep all of the vim all of the energy that you've discovered this year i wish you all of the best you can follow me on at kolechnikov or at say your mind pod i'll be on patreon.com forward slash kolechnikov i might just keep that up for a bit for my other projects if you want to listen to the radio show that i have on foundation fm i think i'll only be doing that for a bit um that's foundation.fm and i'm on 2 to 4 p.m uk time 2 to 4 p.m every friday the catch up with kelechi and that's pretty much it big up Ibile botanica who's been the sponsor of this podcast i appreciate you greatly big up all of the people who have supported me in making all of this happen thank you so much for all of the people who've written in and thank me like snoop dog snoop dog did earlier on this week i'd like to thank myself for sticking with this even when i wanted to give up and i'd like to thank my spirit guides for sticking with me and 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 aiding me through the tarot cards and the tarot readings and i'd like to thank god because god's a real g like god's an actual g like loving me when i didn't love myself thank you so so much and big up my dad big up my dad for being my spiritual protector and big up my mom for just being a baby girl and being problematic because I love her anyway. And just big up everyone, big up my family and big up my baby brother who was meant to be here today, but he said he had a blocked nose and he chickened out. Ah. Anyway, it's been real. Catch you on the other side. Peace. It's the Ben's Brunani woman is baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. Baby, sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are gonna sip it, yo. Hard time scrolling for your long shorts. You might learn something you never know. let you find, and she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind.